Hi everyone, and welcome back to Holding Healthy Space, the podcast where we chat about how we hold space on the internet as health and wellness students, new graduates, and early career professionals. I'm Megan Fleming, or you can call me Meg, and today I am here with Leslie. Um, <laughs> Leslie is my dog. Uh, if you saw the reel that I posted on Instagram last time, you would have seen that I kicked her out because she was wet from the rain. Um, but today she's not wet and she's pretty chill, so she's gonna stay here today. Um, for some fun personal background, um, we started fostering her back on September 9th. She came in from Turkey and oh, I don't know if you just heard her sigh, but yeah, she's she's resting. Um, and we didn't think we were gonna adopt her. We were just gonna foster her and then maybe move on to another foster dog, but she's just too dang cute. So she's ours now. Well, cute and I think fits in pretty well with our lifestyle. Sometimes she frustrates us a little bit, maybe me more than Koshal, because he's got lots of patience with her, which I'm thankful for. Um, but anyway, she's lovely. Maybe I'll post some more pictures and videos, and you can check them out on my socials. Anyway, um, today we're getting into, well, I'm sure you can see from the title, we're getting into five ways that you can start holding healthy space. So holding healthy digital space, we're going to get into more of what that means. Um, but really to start, the internet is this immense space and it can be really daunting to choose where to put your time and energy and effort on the internet, uh, especially as a recent health graduate or early career professional. So, you know, sometimes we turn to the internet and, you know, social media or websites or YouTube or whatever it is um, for personal reasons. We're browsing, we're learning things, we're checking out what our friends are doing and whatnot. But as recent health graduates or early career professionals, you might be using it in a more professional way, whether you're um, wanting to showcase your portfolio or you want to find like-minded people to really connect with or you want to build a community. So this podcast episode is going to dive into some different spaces where you can get started on holding healthy digital space. Okay. First and foremost, social media, whether that's Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, uh, Twitter, <laughs> depending on where that is going right now. Um, but social media is a really great place to get started on holding healthy space. Uh, you probably already hold space on social media anyway. Um, yeah, it's a really great place just to get started depending on uh, what kind of content you want to put out there, whether it's graphics and or images or kind of short to medium form content, short videos, kind of throwing out words into the universe. And obviously the way it's set up, it's really, really, truly set up for networking, for following someone else or connecting with someone else, whatever the language is on that space. So um, if that's your goal, this is probably a good space to get into. Um, in a future podcast, I'm going to go into a little bit more about goals and objectives with these spaces, but today we're just doing a little bit of a sit-down overview. And honestly, for the first time, I don't have too many notes today, so this is, this is coming from the depths of my brain, 
and and my heart and with with having been in in spaces like this for a long time. Um, an example of this is the Brain Coach uh, on Instagram and across some other social media channels as well. Uh, you may have seen her account before. Um, so the Brain Coach, yeah, is mostly on on Instagram and has over a million followers and posts mostly content related to. Uh, a little bit of neuroscience, but mostly relationships, boundaries, mental health, um, some personal stories. Um, and she's very relatable. So uh, her content is, is one to check out if you're interested in, in using social media to kind of build your portfolio a little bit and, and kind of make a community chat in the comment section um, if that's what you're looking for. Okay. Moving into the next section, because I could talk just about social media forever, uh, YouTube. YouTube is a really great platform if you're interested in creating and producing video content, especially for storytelling. So you can hold engaging conversations in the comment section as well, kind of like with, um, with social media and other social media inspired functions um, that are on YouTube. Like uh, YouTube with YouTube now, you can make posts. Um, so there's a lot of different ways where you can hold really engaging, healthy conversations with other people in in your audience. So an example of this that I wanted to share is Ryan's Science. It's by Ryan Lynn Brown. Uh, she creates YouTube videos to teach psychology through scientific storytelling, um, highlighting really relevant research, and uh, to work to reduce the stigma around mental health. Um, she also has this really interesting series called Psy-T that brings together behavioral science researchers uh, with multidisciplinary practitioners and policymakers, and they all just have these really open conversations to demonstrate the value of research and how it extends beyond publications. Uh, so another interesting one to check out. I'll have all of these linked in the description below so you can learn more about The Brain Coach and Ryan Science and all the other creators that I'm going to highlight throughout this podcast episode. Okay, so the next way that you can get started on, uh, or the next space kind of where you can you can hold healthy space on the internet uh, is instant messaging platforms or servers, things like Discord and Slack. So this is a really, really great option if you are gung-ho, ready to get started on holding community, like having a club or a hub, and, and truly encouraging people to chat throughout different channels by audio or text or video calls. Um, a good example of this one is one I joined back at kind of the beginning of the pandemic or a, a few months into it. So Jacqueline Siegel, you may be familiar with her from, from Twitter or, again, other social media channels. And she created a community um, from her academic followers over on Twitter called Work From Home. It's on Slack. Um, and it's not as big anymore because we were really using it when we were in, you know, the lockdown era of the pandemic. Um, and I joined the Slack community to have more of a sense of community, obviously, and, and make some new academic friends because my master's went online five months into the program once the pandemic hit. So it was a cool way to, um, yeah, just chat with some people in the same boat as me. Uh, there were different channels where you could set your goals for the beginning of the day. There was a channel for doing Pomodoros together, um, talking about just health and wellness in general, 
it was really cool and uh, really helped during that lockdown era of the pandemic. Space number four is a website, just web content in general. So like creating resources and sharing it on your website or blog posts. So you can have a comment section within your blog posts. You could live stream content, lots of different things. There is a lot of flexibility with websites. And the most important piece, I think, to uh, to this particular space is that you would house all of your content in an original location where it really can't be changed unless you change it. So with something like social media, like Instagram, Twitter, whatnot, I mean, we see it happening with Twitter now and all of the changes that are happening. The ways that you shared your content in the past might not stay the same throughout history because social media platforms and, and similar platforms um, change over time. So the layout of your Instagram grid or um, different things like that, they can change. And if you're, if that's a concern of yours, depending on the type of content you want to put out, a website might be a good choice to have a little bit more control. So an example I have for this one is, um, I think Shania and I were alluding to it a little bit in our last call. Uh, it's called Shine Fit Co. It's a virtual group fitness company. Um, it used to be mostly virtual. Now they're really leaning into in-person because it's a little bit safer to do that now. And it really got started on social media, but then they moved over into a website so that they could live stream their workouts. Um, and they had a way where you could kind of chat on the side with anyone doing the workout. So you could say like, oh, I was able to do all of the burpees or I was able to do, you know, I, I kind of went up a level and, and you get to celebrate together. And it's, um, yeah, a really exciting way to, to build community. Um, another example, shameless plug, my website, <laughs> it's still being built. I started it up just a couple months ago, but I'm starting to fill it in with a couple blog posts. Uh, this podcast is also hosted there. And maybe down the line, I'll create some resources. We'll see where it goes. If there's anything you're interested in me putting up there related to holding healthy space or health promotion, health communication, knowledge translation, that kind of niche feel free to let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, the last space is existing spaces, which might sound a little strange compared to the rest of the examples that I suggested in this podcast episode. So existing spaces. This is kind of a bonus example and really could have been the starting point for this podcast. But anyway, I wanted to give some other like original examples first. So before venturing into creating or even refining your own space, check out what's already out there and consider connecting with people in similar spaces. So this could look like hopping on somebody else's podcast or collaborating together on an Instagram reel or co-developing a resource or uh, hosting a webinar with somebody else, because really we do rise by lifting others. And uh, it makes a lot more sense to 
our audiences to be able to find things all in one easy place instead of scattering it throughout the abyss of the internet. So if you can find those people and connect with them and create together, um, that's awesome and will be helpful for you to be able to kind of bounce ideas off each other and create things together and have a friend throughout the process. So yeah, I wanted to raise existing spaces as well. Um, and if you have any questions about that last way, the existing spaces, you know, like, how would you collaborate with someone on an Instagram reel? How does that work? Feel free to ask me. I would be happy to help. Oh, Leslie's starting to move. She's stretching. We'll see. Hold on. Okay, she has croissanted again. When, when she kind of like rolls up in a little ball and rests, we call that croissanting. It's adorable. Okay, so that's pretty much it for today's podcast. I wanted to do just a little quick overview, you know, so you can listen to this and right away know those five ways that you can start holding healthy space, you know, not clickbaity, gave you those five ways. <laughs> and um, we're just going to leave it at that for now. But in future podcast episodes, I'd love to dive in a little bit more on how to set goals and objectives for your space and how that looks different depending on the space that you're using. So um, your goals and objectives might look different if you're deciding to focus your time and energy and effort on building a website or refining your website versus just getting started on social media or trying to refine the way that you show up on social media. Um, it always looks different, so I want to dive into that a little bit more in a different episode. And perhaps also choosing your particular niche um, could be something that we dive into. So if you are interested in either of those topics, they will probably be a future podcast or blog post. Let me know if you're interested. My socials will be below. And that's about it. It's 4.18pm on November 30th, so I am gonna wrap up work and make some dinner. And wherever you are, whether it's morning, afternoon, evening, night, I hope you have a lovely time and I hope you enjoyed listening to this. And I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>